Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Stefan Labossier, aka Stefan Speaks, and I have a message for you today. And that message is never settle. Now, I'm sure you've heard that millions of times, and you've probably said it yourself millions of times. But the reality is that when I look around, I see so many of you settling every day, settling with your work life, settling with your romantic life, settling with your spiritual life. You are accepting less than what you truly deserve and you're not living to your true potential. Listen, I know how hard it can get to wait for that thing that you truly desire and for to or for you to keep putting in the work in trying to achieve it but the reality is that settling is not going to get you anywhere other than leading you to disappointment and eventually pure misery that's what happens when people settle whether it be in their relationships whether it be at work whatever you don't need to put yourself in that position it may seem like a viable option in the moment but in the long run, there is going to be a price to pay. And that's a price I don't want you to have to pay. So I want to encourage you not to settle, to continue to be patient, to continue to trust God's timing and his process. And know that as you continue to put forth the work, as you continue to stay positive and believe in what you're trying to receive, that it will come. It surely will come. But it does take time. But... Do not get discouraged by the time that is passing, by the time that has passed. And if you're saying to yourself, well, I've been trying so hard and that great thing hasn't come yet, well, let's try something different. Let's make some adjustments to our approach, but let's not stop moving forward. Like I said at the show the other day, if you go to the gym and you're not losing weight doing all these workouts, then you don't stop going to the gym, you change your workout. So if you're not getting the results you want, you change your approach, but you do not settle, you do not give up, and you continue to have faith that God is going to reward you and give you all the blessings you've been waiting for. Well, that was the good brother Stephen Speaks. Do you agree or disagree with his assessment of settling. What exactly is settling in relationship? Now, there are 10 trillion videos out there of people saying they're not going to settle and that they deserve more and all of these different ideas and concepts. But what exactly is settling? If you don't get an idea or a dream about relationship, if you don't receive that, are you somehow settling or was the dream, in fact, a dream, an illusion, something that wasn't real or realistic anyway? Tonight's topic. Oh, tonight's topic. Sit, uh, listen, a lot of these topics, like I say, come from folk. And this topic came from somebody that I respect. I'm not going to put him out there. <laughs> But he sent me this topic. <laughs> Why would I court my cost? Oof. You are costing me to be with you. Costing me peace. Costing me money. Why would I court my cost? Are our women using the phrase 
I'm not settling as a hiding place. Oh, Lord, 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 Lord. 1-800-920-1580. Get to your phone lines right now because I want to have this discussion. True or false, every relationship requires some amount of compromise, but if you're changing your values or your life goals in a major way, you might be settling. Well, let's, let's, let's go even deeper because we're in such a financial crunch right now. The money pressure that's being applied to relationships, very interesting. Do I actually want to be with somebody who comes with an entire tribe of problems? You do know when you get with a person and you guys commit to each other, whatever they going through, you're going to be a part of that. If the relationship is real, if the relationship is true, if the commitment is solid, you're going to get pulled into that. Do you want to? And if you decide to be with that person, are you settling? Oh, gosh. What do you mean, Zoe? Are you settling to be a part of the solution for their problems? Andy, you signing up for that? And Yes, you are, Andy. Everybody's got problems. <laughs> Andy said he's not signing up. 1-800-920-1580. Get to your phone line. I want to know what you think about tonight's topics. I got questions. Do most people settle for less because it's easier uh, than going after greatness? First, within oneself, and then... With, a, with another great person. Are great people easy to be with? Because a lot of times we fantasize and we think, oh, I, I just want to be with this person. I, wanna, I want this type of person. If you got the type of person your fantasy dreamed up, would you be able to deal with them? Right? Your little fantastical idea of what you think a, the perfect guy is for you. If you got him. Would you be able to keep them? Would you be able to handle them? Sometimes our heart's eyes are bigger than our stomach, right? We can't. Oh, it's going to be heavy. Are you settling in your relationship today? Hmm? What is the ultimate price you pay when you settle? Agree or disagree? You should make sure you are clear on what you signed up for before you get into a relationship. Well, let's go deeper. When do you let that be known? Should you, in the early stages of a relationship, tell your partner, listen, I'm not settling. You're going to have to deliver the best of the best or this will be our well, let's say third and last date. When do you tell somebody you not settling? Right? Is that like a veiled demand that that person has to come in in a certain capacity? And what's really interesting, this ties right into yesterday's topic when we were talking about the difference between needs and wants. 
when you say, I'm not settling, are you also implying that you're going to have to facilitate some of my needs in order for me to stay? Some, if maybe even all, 1-800-920-1580, call me right now. Is it settling if you fall for someone who isn't your usual type? This is, oof. When was the last time you did that? Uh, Do you say you're not settling in conversation? This is hard. I don't, I don't, I don't. (laughs) Oh. I want to know somebody. I see y'all in the chat right now and I see the chat is getting agitated about er, from these questions. So we uh, what is it? So don't we all come with a set of problems if we are whips? That means to be a part that means it's a part of the deal. Absolutely. But you're going to find out if your partner thinks they're settling with you. If they can't handle the whip in you. See, it's real easy to say, oh, everybody's a whip. But once the whip in you shows up, most people can't handle it. That's how you know, oh, they're not really on board, right? This is good stuff in the chat. I see it. We got a quote from someone that is unknown via Arabia. There is a big difference in what we long for, what we settle for, and what we're meant for. That hurt. That hurt. (laughs) Oh, man. What is the measurement of not settling? Are we looking at the actual market of working age black men? Are we looking at your recent dating history? Are we just measuring against a fantastical idea? Now, I I believe men settle too. A lot of times we put it on women, like women are only settling. But I believe men settle too. Fear, ego, and loneliness is a big part of settling, right? But you got to settle within yourself before you can settle with another person. What do I mean by that? You have to tell yourself, I've reached the pinnacle or I'm tired of trying to reach for the pinnacle within yourself. I don't want to make it to the top of me. I don't want to make it to the Mount Kilimanjaro of my spirit. I'm good at this plateau right here. I'm fine. So if you settle internally. Hmm. Does that mean you're going to settle externally? 1-800-920-1580. What is the maturity level of weaponizing the statement, I'm not settling? Gosh, is relationships that bad? Sean, Oakland, California, get in here. Hey, brother. Well, what a great topic. And, and, you know, I mean, there's a lot to unpeel here, right? I mean... You know, here's here's a couple of things that I want it for food for thought, right? I mean, not settling, right? Um, that means first off, you're, you you are you know, pre- 
I don't like to use the word projecting, but you are saying to the other person that you want to be with, you know, I, I have some things that I want you to do. You know, I, I have things that you have to meet these levels, right? What I found out and, and I've learned in my long so far life is that, you know, a process agenda is much better. When you're young, you should just be free spirits together. You know, you can make commitments and be uh, just with each other. That's all good. And I, I agree with that. But you can also make it clear that, you know, I'm not ready to settle down yet. Okay, if that's what you're talking about, settling, that's a different thing. But what I hear in this, settling, I'm not going to settle for anybody. isn't going to have the Lambo and, the, you know, the big house and, and going to have all this money and treat me that way. Because that's kind of the society that seems to be happening now. But in, in, in reality, you know, the best question is, what is beauty? Wait, stay because with me, Sean. All, Wait, yes. stay with okay. me. Let it marinate. What is yeah. beauty? Okay, hold tight. When we come forward, we going back to Oakland to talk to Sean. He said, what is beauty? Do you have an answer? The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 15. Made a distinction between settling down, which is a type of committing to one another, and then settling for less. And on oh, absolutely right. And then on his way out, he he posed a question, a a, a question about beauty. Restate the question, Sean. Yes. So, look, here's here's the way I see this is, is is what is beauty? Right. I mean, look, I was young once and knock on wood, I'm not dead yet. So I love attractive women. I'm attracted. I I see the physical beauty. It's it's incredible. Right. I mean, and we all should love it. But there's a difference between all of that physicality, which, yes, when I was younger, it was a lot less discipline and, and all of that, to the point where what truly is beauty. Because when you break it all down, when you, as you, you move through this crazy life that is what it is, uh, it happens to do, are you on at least a similar platform? Or even if you're not on a similar platform of cognitive uh, beauty, right? That's much more important no matter what. Just just remember, the person that is, you know, much more cerebral, much more thoughtful, much more able to have patience with you, that will go so much further. Because I'll tell you what, I mean, if you are open to the opportunity to grow together and not have these expectations, you know, then you take care of yourself he will take care of himself, and it could be any kind of other relationship, but you take care of yourself, they take care of themselves, you are strong together, you grow together. That together is passion. And then you take that to the next level as you go. But I'll tell you what, settling, I don't know, I think you you just stop thinking. You stop thinking right there, you know, settling for what? You're settling for something in your own mind that isn't real. You know, make it happen yourself. That's what I say. All right, Sean, we appreciate it. Oakland, California is in the building because of you. 
If you want to bring your city in the building, you know the deal. All you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. We're talking about settling for less in relationship, true or false. For many of us, we accept the love we think we deserve. For many of us, we accept the love we think that we deserve, even if it's a toxic form of love. 1-800-920-1580. Why is your enthusiasm for your relationship declining, yet you're doing nothing about it? Are you settling? 1-800-920-1580. Is settling while trying to change a person? Oh, goodness. A recipe for disaster, 1-800-920-1580. Are you too comfortable with putting up with deal breakers? Ooh-wee. Has fear and ego put you in such a space? Fear of loneliness, fear of rejection, all of that stuff wrapped into one ugly little ball just makes you turn a blind eye to deal makers, red flags, Pink flags, even. Hmm? Way more red flags than green ones. And do you turn a blind eye to those red flags and then aggrandize the green flags? Oh, the, you're so good at basketball. <laughs> basketball ain't a relationship skill. 1-800-920-1580. Call me right now. Why should you run for the hills? When somebody says, I deserve better. Why should you run for the hills when somebody says, I deserve better? Are they saying they're better than you? Does it imply that? Does it imply that they're somehow above you and you need to step it up, step your game up? If your game was so tight, how did you get me? Oh, 1-800-920-158. Somebody call me. I need to know what's going on. True monger, get in here. What up, man? What up, True? Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> can, you, can you repeat that last question you just asked? You didn't hear the last question, True? I, I want to... Make sure I heard it right. I said, why should you run when someone says, I deserve better? That was the last question. I said, are are uh, are you too comfortable putting up with deal breakers? Is is it settling, right? Or mm -hmm. or is it a is it a recipe for disaster? If you think you're settling while at the same time trying to change a person. Those were the last four questions I asked. What you got? I think it all depends on what that person values, what they consider an upgrade or what they consider, um, you know, what they pretty much what they value, what they consider better. Mm. Um, everybody's going to have a different perspective on that. Um, some people is going to be transactional. Some people is going to be attention-based. Um, and they feel like if they, if you're not good enough for them or they're not getting what they want out of you, they're going to seek it elsewhere. But that might just be where that person is at that point in their life. And you're not being patient enough, I guess, 
to grow with that person and see what they evolve to. You want what you want. You want it now type of mentality, I guess. All right. Um, so wait, true, because you're cooking right now. Hold tight. We're going to go back to Dallas, Texas. True Monger is laying some points down. We got a lot to talk about. The reason. And his 1979 playlist. All these young people in here want to hear beat machines and whatnot. These real instruments. <laughs> the Voice of Reason is live on KBLA Talk 1580, live from the heart of Lamert Park. My brother True Monger was on the line, and he was about to wrap up his thought here. True Monger, get in here, man. Finish your point. Yes, sir. Uh, I think people get settling and being complacent mixed up mm. or being content. Um, if you're doing your best and you hit that plateau, cool. I mean, there's always stuff to work on. So there's never any shame in that. And if somebody, if you're with somebody who tries to shame you for that, they need to bounce anyway, in my opinion. Mm. Because they can't, nobody should ever act like they're a finished product. If you're a finished product, that means you're dead. Mm. That means you're done here. So for anybody to come with their ego, like, oh, I'm just, I'm here because I just settled for you. I'm like, you can leave. Because that's an insult, you know? right? Yeah. That's yeah, just, I, listen, I, I'm settling, and, and you know what? I'm tired of chasing the high-quality people. Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. a bit, uh, he, bit, somewhat of a headache. They're a bit much. Mm-hmm. So you'll do. <laughs> Talk to me, true. And then, what, then what happens when that person you, you so, say you settle for is tired of you? Mm. Then you're gonna turn around, and get mad at them for bouncing on you. Mm. So you see, I mean, it all depends on the maturity level of the people involved, and what point you are in life to where you're gonna have a better understanding of things. Um, yeah, if you're in your early twenties, early thirties, maybe, yeah, you're gonna be. You might have that silly mindset of thinking, "Oh, I'm not gonna settle for you. I want this. I want that." If you're fortunate enough to get older, you start realizing what's more important in life. A lot of this stuff you're not going to trip about. Because, like I say, until you check out of here, there's always going to be something to work on. Absolutely. Whether it's internal or external. Especially internal, you should never get tired of trying to reach your higher self. Unfortunately, some people do. Well. But you have, to, you have to just take a step back and find out what's going on with yourself before anything external. Yeah, I agree. As far as the relationship goes. I agree, but brother True. Man, we love you, brother. We appreciate you. Always on deck for us. Dallas, Texas is in the building because of you. If you yeah. want to bring your city in the building, you know what you got to do. All you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. We got Antonio from Los Angeles. Get in here. What up, Zonis Tone Talks? Oh, snap. What's happening, brother? Talk to me, man. So I'm listening to the conversation, and it's it's interesting because we we have not set a met, a metric, and then we haven't set that metric about how you live. So how, I don't know if people are familiar. Well, actually, let's go back. Let's just focus on one question that you said, mm-hmm. and that one question is when you brought up what are we using as a metric when we talk about settling, right? Mm-hmm. And you said, what is the measurement of not settling? Are we looking at the actual market of partners? 
Are we looking at your recent dating history? Who you done dated the last four dates? The mm. last four relationships? Somebody in school? Somebody worked at Target? Somebody who just got out? Somebody selling weed? Like weed, maybe? I mean, is that your dating pattern? Is that what we're measuring by? I'm asking, That's the question. And the last thing is, are we just measuring against a fantastical person? So the first guy that called in was talking about a Lamborghini. Let's set the metric. So the middle black family in L.A., when the Color of Wealth report came out some years ago, was worth $200 liquid. Middle. The middle black family nationally makes $40,000, multiple income. So what are we talking about a Lamborghini for? And it feels like what we've done here is we don't want to set the metric. And then we talk about transactional and going to the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. What we don't understand is it's not transactional when you survive. Mm. So, so, so like, so my Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the bottom level is physiological needs, food, water, warmth, rest. Right. The next level is safety needs. Security and safety. Mm -hmm. It's only after those two you can start talking about belongingness, esteem needs, and then self-actualization. We be just talking about self-actualization and paying no rent. And ain't paying no rent. (laughs) So so my point is to say I'm dealing with the first two levels on Maslow's chart. Actually, let's just deal with the first one, physiological needs. Middle black family worth $200 liquid. So when I ask the question, it isn't it is the question of when you say this to someone on a on a date that I'm not settling. Are you saying that you're not settling for the median, which is what I just said in Los Angeles is eleven dollars in Miami, it's eight in Boston. Are you saying that you're not settling for the last five guys you dated, which is partly your market? Or are you saying that you're just not settling until you get a fantastical person? And you're the one saying I'm not settling, so it's you for you to answer that. Mm. And I don't think that a lot of people had an answer mm. that are saying it out loud. Mm. And, and that's kind of like where, where, where this conversation is interestingly turning because I hear a lot of people see the thing about the first levels on Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and I'm a, I'll say one last thing. You know, is those are measurable, right? Right. When we talk about food and security, but when we get up to the types of actualization, it's about feelings. Right. It's about feelings and and and, and you know, no, I want to know about the measurables first because the measurables tell us that only what uh, 40 30 percent of black folks have above a seven twenty five cost. Are you settling if your market is full of people who are under 700 FICO to date somebody that has a 700 FICO? <laughs> Lord, hey, brother, thank you for calling in. This was a surprise, man. Thank you for calling in and giving some some real wealth gap clarity, man. I appreciate the call. You brought Los Angeles in the building. If you Hello. want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-9-2050. Boy, this was heavy. D. Do you know just him laying that out? The spirit stuff is on the top. Remember, my psychologist, my god sister's in here yesterday. She said, sisters have to change, women have to change what is valuable in a man. They have to, they have to change it, right? They got to look for something else. I said, Well, what are you looking for? She was talking about the top of the pyramid, Maslow's hierarchy. I said, 
That's impossible. Not impossible, but improbable. Because spirituality is not easily grasped by the masses. He said most people are on Maslow's hierarchy's bottom rung, which is just surviving. So most relationships are in survival mode because we don't have the resources, right? So when somebody on survival mode says, I'm not settling, they're not even talking about the spirit stuff. Don't you know the spirit stuff will stir you up and bring discomfort? Do you know how many people break up because the relationship is not comfortable? (laughs) And I'm talking about psychologically. I'm not just talking about financially. We know people break up over money, but people break up over emotional upset too. Oh, God, this is going to be crazy. When we come forward, because I, I see Andy. Andy is pushing me right. I see him. He said, come on, Zoe. We got to get to the next commercial. Listen, when we come forward, I'm going to Pensacola, Florida, as well as Baltimore, Maryland. The sisters have entered the phone lines. Is it good to you? Good to you. More Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. The first few records I've played tonight. Be honest, Andy. Andy, I want you to be totally honest with me. Can you find in your generation music of an equal caliber and quality of the music that I've just played? The the Michael, the Earth, Wind, and Fire. Come on, man. 90s R&B. So you saying 90s R&B. Now, the 90s R&B is cool. I, I, I came front. Yeah. I, I like 90s R&B. But mm-hmm. it, no, it's not even on the same level. It's not even close. Now, if you would have said, look, watch this. If you would have said 70s. <laughs> that was definitely before my time. But you definitely sound like a grandpa tonight. I am a grandfather. I know. I know. I'm just, you know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of reason is in the building. We got phone callers. We're talking about settling in relationships, and all sisters are on the line. Let's make it quick, ladies. I'm coming to you right now. Who been on the longest? Neek is the night. Baltimore, Maryland. Get in here. Talk to me. Hey, Joe. How are you? How you doing? I'm fine. How are you? I am alive and well. <laughs> That's good. I called because I seen your question soon as I... It popped up what is the ultimate price you pay when you settle. And immediately my mind went to my sanity. Wow. Sanity is the price you pay when you settle. Your peace of mind. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Don't tell me relationships Uh, drive you crazy, do they? (laughs) Is that what you're saying? I just, I just. I don't know. I swing from one pendulum to the other, and it's it's sometimes hard to balance when it comes to relationships. Sometimes it is hard, but that's par for the mm-hmm. course for being in a relationship. And sometimes, you know what? When feelings are involved, most people tend to be less adaptive. Do you understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, let me adapt to the situation. Let me. Let me, you know, find a, a spiritual rudder and kind of steer my way out of this. Most people 
dig their feet in and and ball their fist up and 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 get more defensive and protective so they get more rigid than they get fluid i'm one of them <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie to you now i'm one of them too but mm-hmm. it's par yeah. for the course and at some point you have to develop that skill if you want to elevate the relationship to the next level does that make sense Makes sense, makes sense. I understand. I don't know. I just, I I feel like sometimes I, I do try to inquire. I do try to learn. I do try to seek the knowledge to change myself. But then I always end up doing the same stuff instead. Well, let me, let me flip it another um, way. Let me do, let me flip it away. I don't think... You need to seek. First off, I guarantee you, if we sit down and break down your whole situation, which we have done before, (laughs) you're going to find all the answers you need right in front of you. I don't think it's about seeking. I think it's more about accepting what you know to be true. Now, ask yourself a real question right now in this moment. Do you know the truth about your situation? The truth, mm. not what you feel, not not what you're imagining. Do you know the truth about your situation? Like, is it apparent to you? No. I was about to lie and say, yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> then, 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 okay, fine. You don't know the truth about your situation. But do you know the truth about you? Yeah. In the situation. Hmm. In the situation? Yes. Do you know the truth about yourself within the situation? How you show up in the situation? How you don't show up in the situation? And I'm talking about how you don't show up for yourself. Do you know that truth? No. You don't know how you show up or not? I don't know how I don't show up for myself. Okay, well, start with I how. I don't know it. Like, start with how you show up. Um, you got to give me something specific. What do you mean how no, you No, I'm not. No, what you want me to do is give you the answer so you can agree to it or disagree. <laughs> no, this is about self-inquiry. And maybe if you don't know how to do this, maybe this is where you start. Because, listen, I can I can give you a template of questions to inquire into yourself. But if you lack self-knowledge, you're going to be set adrift in a relationship. And are you telling me you don't have self-knowledge? You're self-unaware? I, I, no, no. All right, I'm, then. I do, so how you show no, up? No, no. Okay. I sometimes see because you want to play right have, now, and I'm not going to play reindeer no, games no, with you. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I have, I have, I have seen what I've done afterwards, or sometimes in the middle of me reacting the way I react and how I show up, I realize what I'm doing and I'll shut it down. I won't react, and then I will think about it and be like, okay. What you was really mad at? Who you was really mad at? Was it that? Was it him? 
or it was just something from the past. So I have done that, but I don't do it very often. That's that's probably like the problem. Huh. But I have realized that before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just can't do it enough. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. You can't do what enough? Let's hear it. Say it with your own mouth. Let's hear. Uh, it. I'm not being aware and self-aware enough to catch everything. Well, let me stop you. Is it, are are you making a conscious choice to ignore certain things? See, I don't believe that you are self unaware. (laughs) See, you playing with me right now and I, and I ain't a yo-yo you playing and I'm not going to play with you, Nick. You are, you are self-aware and you trying to play dumb Listen, when I come forward, I'm going back to Baltimore, Maryland, and I'm not taking this anymore. We're going to get down to the bottom. Why can't you open up, brother? I'm a karate man. Karate man rules on the inside. They don't show their weaknesses. Yeah. How do you write women so well? So William. Reason and accountability. The voice of reason. In America, there are 190 million whites living in just about 82 million homes, while there are 40 million blacks living in just over 14 million homes. To truly understand the racial wealth gap, you must look past the income of these families and evaluate household worth. According to Demos.org, in total, white American households own 90% of the national wealth. In contrast, Black Americans altogether own less than 2.6% of the national wealth. With most of this small sliver being in the hands of black baby boomer retirees, black working age families are largely invisible nationally in terms of wealth. To give a clearer lens, the bottom 50% of American households control only 1% of the national wealth. And of the total 14 million black households, Likely over 10 million black families fall into this bottom group that owns nearly no wealth. The racial wealth gap is real and it's growing. While 10% or about 8 million white homes are worth $1.4 million or more, according to Slate.com, when you deduct the family car, 50% of African American homes or over 7 million black families are worth no more than $1,700. Subscribe to learn more at ToneTalks.org. That's crazy. So if all of those numbers are right, we all on the settled side of the game. <laughs> we all in a settlement. This ain't no relationship. This is a settlement. This is, if, if the numbers line up like that, right? Gosh. What is the ultimate price you pay when you settle? So now it appears to me that there is an ulterior motive, maybe an, uh, uh, a veiled intention behind the statement, I'm not settling. Is that saying you you got to pay for my cousin Ray Ray when he get out of jail or... Dating me means you got to help my mom with her bills. I mean, if you look at the numbers, right? And some people are very blunt right up front in the beginning. 
right? I'm not saying I deserve better. And I say, well, hey, whoa. You remember that old card? Right? You slow down because you got to say, well, if we live in a time of independence, you strong and independent and you can handle it and you don't need this and you don't, okay. <laughs> then all the problems that are on your side stay on your side. And then we just relate. We just meet right. Okay, let me ask another question. It's getting deep now. When does a long-term relationship, when does the money in the long-term relationship stop being his or her money and turns into our money? When does that happen? <laughs> when? Because you... you what this is starting to say to me is the whole concept of courting, all of that stuff. Listen, if you're not part of the, part of the royal court, y'all shouldn't be courting anyway. If the family ain't got no money, we're not really courting. We just meeting up at the park or something. We, do you understand what, what court are you a part of? I I, I know it's difficult. It's difficult. And now I'm starting to understand why there's this huge discussion, right, around what I deserve and I deserve better. No, you, we used to say, man, I'm dreaming about doing this. So now deserve has replaced dreaming. I'm not dreaming about nothing. I'm just going to say what I deserve. I deserve my dream. And and this is and I'm going to turn my dream into relationship standards and principles that if you want to be with me, you're going to have to deliver. Gosh, what's the difference between what you deserve and what you desire? Is there a difference? 1-800-920-1580. Let's get her back. Neek is the night. Get in here. Hey. Yeah, Neek. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Tell the truth, Neek. How do you show up know. for yourself? Because you, you're not selling me on this, Neek. You're not selling me on the idea that you're self-unaware. Scorpio, too spiritual. They go mm -hmm. in deep. Stop playing. You, I know you're aware of yourself. Yes, but it, it just seems like lately I'm not aware of it until I've already reacted. That's what I was trying to say in the chat. Like, So you black out? Not not black out. It's just like even though I see it, it's not stopping it. See, okay. That, I, I hear you. What, what? I, I hear you. I hear you. Even though you you think seeing it should stop it? I, that's what I thought. <laughs> I thought, well, if you see it and you know that you should change or change course on what's going on, why don't you? What are what are the motives for you changing? Are they for you or are they for somebody else? Uh, I think both. I think changing and somebody else being happy will eventually make me happy in a sense. Because if that person is happy, they react in the same way of being loving and giving, and, and I would too. 
So you're but not you're not, not do, you're they, not getting you're not doing it for you. Like, doesn't it injure you when you're self unaware and you don't know how you show up in relationship? Doesn't that injure you? Yes. Yes. So why not, for the sake of your well being, do what's right for you in that moment? Because the whole concept of I'm going to do something good, they're going to acknowledge the good in it and thus be motivated to do something good for me. Why would you put yourself in the hamster wheel of disappointment round and round, round and round? Because that's been the case, right? Yes, that was taught to me that that's what my. I mean, my mother has done that all her life. She still does that. She's a Gemini, too, and she gives and gives and gives, and then she receives a lot. Like, you know, you don't even, you didn't even know. Like, so much people showed up for her, and nobody, like, who are you? You're the mayor of, of Tampa now? You just moved there. Like, she's like that. Like, she's so given that people give to her, too. And but, but that's you do what know, I've seen growing up. But you do know your mother's path is different than your path. And that may be the path of success for your mother, but not for you. You may have a different path. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and okay. I, I get it. I Listen, I get it. Not everybody is going to appreciate the good things you pour into their life. Not everybody's going to be able to appreciate that. And then you find yourself in a position of settling when you think, well, maybe they will. All I got to do is keep giving. All I got to do is keep pouring. Maybe at some point they'll reciprocate. To me, that is the very definition of settling. To me. What is what is your definition? Um, figuring out that, okay, you're this age. You don't have any children. You don't want to end up alone. That's the definition of selling me. Like, I'm just going to take what I got right now. I'm confused. Just, that's your definition? You don't that's have... That's settling. Right. To me, in a sense, like, okay, I don't have that much time. I'm I'm getting older. I want to have babies. The people that have been coming to me have been sucky. Why can't I just excuse some of the things I really don't like about this person? Because it's just... It's just that person and then continue. Right, right, right. right. Um, and then also, what if this person, in my case, kind of saved me from an abusive relationship, was my protector in that sense? And it's like, how do you leave that a person who's done that for you? You sounds, can't do that. Like It sounds like Stockholm Syndrome to me. Just because they saved you in a moment and they helped you in a moment doesn't mean you owe them a life sentence, right? I'm going to be with you forever. Maybe maybe they helped you. You grew from that. Maybe you reciprocated the help, right? Maybe you showed love. You showed appreciation and, and gratefulness, and you poured back into them. But then the relationship started to organically grow apart. Maybe it was that. And then you feel, like, obligated to stay? Is that another definition of settling? Yeah. And for my children, too, yes. Like, I, I grew up without my dad, so I want my children to see their dad every day, wake up and talk to them whenever they want to. I miss that, so I want them to have that. 
So that's one of your payoffs, right? Yeah. At the cost of what? Your payoff is at the cost of what, though? What are you? What is it costing you to get that, though? My sanity, my purpose, because I'll get close to it and then, you know, I'll get scared. I'll get fearful and revert back and just, and then he lets me. So, so let me ask you this. You know, so let me ask you this. Can you afford the cost? Listen, I but, want you to I want you to call Dr. Jashana Johnson. <laughs> I done told you to call I done told you to call Jashana Johnson. Now I done told you. Last time we talked, we walked through this thing. I said, you better call Jashana. Call Dr. Jashana Johnson. Do it now and stop playing. Cause if you you ain't gonna play with Jashana the way you play with me. She ain't gonna let you play. <laughs> All right. I appreciate you, Neek. Thanks for calling. We love you. Baltimore is in the building because of you. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. When I come forward, I'm going to talk to my sister out of Pensacola, Florida. We got a lot to talk about on this. This is a heavy topic. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. Andy, who is this? I need to know, because this ain't my playlist. It's uh, Mama D from Love and Hip Hop. Scrappy's mom. Scrappy's mom. Oh, Scrappy's mom, yeah. From Love and Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. Made a record called, I Deserve. Courtesy of Arabia. <laughs> wow. Okay. Ladies, but no, seriously. A lot of people believe they deserve what they haven't worked for. And if they don't get what they dream about, what they fantasize about, they somehow say, well, you didn't deliver and I settled. Listen, become what you want so you ain't got to ask for it. Uh, It's really that simple. Become what you want so you ain't got to ask for it. I deserve, even in the record, play it again. Play some of it again. Come on. Even in the record. Even in the record. In the record, it sounds like a supplication. It sounds like a prayer. It sounds like she's asking. Instead of, I am this, she's saying, I deserve this. Where Tank at? Baby, I deserve. But put him in here, too. Because everybody deserves something. Listen, if you don't get what you deserve, it's really simple. It's really simple. It just means you haven't become what you asked for. Is this it? Hallelujah. Hold it above us. I'm changing. I know you've been through a lot. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. I know that my ego wouldn't let you breathe. And I know that same ego never thought you'd leave. I'm not crying, I got allergies. I'll be lying because I really want you back with me. Lost in their place and going wrong. 
Left you unattended way too long. Yeah. I was just concerned about the drift. I'd buy you nice things that your heart couldn't fit in. Yeah. Had too many games on the side. Now you in another man's ride. This ain't the song. Andy just played a whole. Uh, <laughs> this is the song. Well, we learning tonight. No, no, oh. calling so damn late. you to say I'm tripping. Just a homie from Wow. Don't he know it's one o'clock in the morning? You say it's cool, baby, it's cool. Maybe I deserve for you to say he's coming into town. For you to say he's coming into town? She cheating on him? So, baby, I deserve for you to tell me the truth? Oh, I deserve for you to cheat on me. Because I cheated on you. Well, this is kind of close to the truth. I deserve a cheater because I cheated. Is that what he's saying? Really? Because I stayed out all night with somebody else. That's kind of close to the truth. Good job, Tank. Welcome to my playlist, man. <laughs> Oh, the voice of reason is on fire tonight. KBLA Talk 1580. Let's get Nzinga from Pensacola, Florida in here. Nzinga, what are your thoughts on this whole settling? <laughs> I deserve better. Uh, I'm settling because I'm fearful. Or What are your thoughts? When I, well, when I hear settling, a lot of times I think that you're not with the person who you want to be with. Um, you might not even like this person, mm. but they may be helping you out financially or just whatever uh, temporary thing it is that they're doing for you. Mm -hmm. But it can take the zest for life. <laughs> I mean, because it's like, you know, when you have something that you want to wear, but it doesn't work out, so you have to settle for something else. I mean, I kind of look at it like that. Um, yeah, it just takes your zest for life. Um, I wrote down some things because you asked, uh, about somebody making you happy or meeting all your needs. And I don't think anything like that can ever happen. That can never happen. It's just like, hmm. uh, you know, somebody who, somebody who, who has body dysmorphia, they face, you keep cutting at your face, you know, you're looking in the mirror and it's never looking good. It's just like, I can't make, I can't meet all those needs. So then where does the relationship go from there? Mm, that's heavy. Have you ever, told somebody that you deserve better no but i may have acted like it uh, uh, whatever they did for me i treat i was about to say just walk me through that process how do you act like i deserve better that's interesting well a lot of times for me when you're settling you don't like that person and i think in a relationship people talk about love but i really think it's a it's a matter of liking them because when you like somebody you want to be around them you're interested in the things like you said, uh, I'm a work in progress, so I have these problems. If I like you, then I'm going to thug it out with you. If I don't like you, I'll be with you in intermittently. You know, for some things I'm going to say, well, I just don't want to be bothered with that right now. Mm. Or I can, I'm selective on what I help you with. Mm. But like I was saying, 
I may not say I deserve it, but I may act like it by bringing up what other people are doing or what other people are getting, being dismissive with you, being distant. I think those things happen when you are not with the person that you love. Like, for instance, you say men are settling. I believe that a lot of men are making love to the woman that they love. They've settled for someone else. You mentioned like going on a path with liking somebody who may not be who you normally like. That's not settling. The, traje- the trajectory changed a little bit. You, you know, this person had, a, a, you know, something in them that you liked, but you liked them. So now you're going down a totally different path that you probably wouldn't have went down if you went with your type. Mm. So I don't think that's settling. Um, I think we settle when we don't, sometimes we don't go for what we want or we don't have enough tenacity. We don't put, you know, we don't have enough tenacity or mental fortitude. So, but in relationships, I think a lot of times, you know, like Nick was saying that, you know, that was true around the edges or you got women who got a piece of a man. So they'll settle for that instead of being alone. And I think men do that too. You know, I've seen men be abused and disrespected or I've seen you know, people I know, you know, you go after this person for so long and then you get them, but you're talking to them like dirt. And I'm like, well, what's going on, girl? I thought you, you know, what's going on? I thought you, you know, so it's just so that me, settling thing is weird. So, and, so, so Zinga, <laughs> I have a question. Let, let me, because you, you cooking right now. I mean, I mean the good stuff. The avocado I oil. I down like bumming. You, you I had to write cooking. it down like Bowman. I love it. Like <laughs> Bowman? Bowman be writing his stuff down? Yeah. I, I didn't even he know said, that. Last time he called, he said, he said he wrote it down, so shout out to Bowman. Shout out to Bowman. All right. All right. Here we go. What's the difference between extending grace and settling? When Well, for myself, because I have all these things written on my wall, like I allow myself grace because I'm learning to love myself. You know, I'm giving myself grace so a lot of times you know you give you extend that to people that you love i'm just you know keeping it a hundred you extend that to people you know god extends us grace because he loves us well the difference between god's grace and our grace is god's grace is unconditional our grace is (laughs) (laughs) our grace I hear Arabia. <laughs> Our grace is a, little, is a little different than, than God grace, okay, than so, Gigi. So God grace. Was, okay. <laughs> so maybe that wasn't the best example, but my but I still stand firm in what I said. When you, I think that, you know, sometimes when you're settling, that person's going to get on your nerves. And again, that just goes down to, boils down to you not really feeling them like that. You're just with them. They, I don't know if they're a space saver, you know, I, you know, I don't know. But to me, it all boils down to you really, this is not who you really in line with. This is not really what you want, but it's what's available or, you know, you settle. So a lot of times you find yourself giving grace, maybe in the beginning of a settlement relationship. <laughs> I call it in the settlement. Wait, but wait, when you stay with somebody, me. It's, stay with me, Nzinga. Mm-hmm. I got to carry you forward because you're really cooking right now. Okay. And I want you to go deeper on this. Okay. When we come forward, we're going back to Pensacola, Florida. My girl Nzinga out here acting up. Sexy dress for me 
to ask you who the hell you trying to impress for you to laugh it all like it ain't nothing i know it's something maybe he's on fire tonight it's the voice of reason with zoe williams exclusively on kbla talk 1580 yeah what y'all know about that funk 90s R&B ain't as funky as that. Name one 90s R&B record that got the stank on it like this. I'll tell you this. 90s hip-hop sounds like this a little bit. Because they sample it. Understood. So what's up there with it? No, it's not even close. <laughs> Bust the new side. Hold on, Mr. Hip-Hop. <laughs> so we dissing hip-hop now? No, we love hip-hop. I'm sorry. Okay. But it's not on the same level as this. I'm sorry. It's just, this is 1979. Back to my playlist, which is my cause. <laughs> Listen, Arabia was born in 91. Music was dead then. And wasn't, no, wasn't even no music no more. Music was absolutely dead. So hold on. Now. Hold on. <laughs> hold on now. So now you're going to discredit the work that you put in. Yeah. That you contributed to society. Yeah. And you're going to say that that music that you worked to put out there in the universe is dead you're right it wasn't dead it was on life support all right (laughs) the voice of reason back in the building man we talking about settling Uh, sister Nzinga from pensacola florida is absolutely cooking i gotta ask you this question if you believe this notion you tell me if this is true or false agree or disagree if we get who we are do we ever really settle for someone beneath us? Well, if you put it that way, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, if we get who we are, because many people will push back on the notion that relationship is a mirror, it, it functions like a mirror, uh, you know, uh, you know, everybody, uh, not everybody agrees with that concept. So I'm just asking, do you think you can never really get what you can deserve you you can never really get what you deserve you can only get what you've worked on what are your thoughts on that well i i don't i don't know about that because necessarily settling doesn't necessarily mean i think you're beneath me well i, I don't well, for some people though it does oh well i don't look at it like that i just look at it like it may not be what i what i truly want because they could be a captain of industry it just or it, you know, they could be a uh, you know a millionaire, but it just could be a million dollars worth of corn. I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're un- they're underneath me. You know, it's just it's just we not we not a we not aligned. You know, that's just what I'm looking. That's how I'm looking at it. I don't never. I mean, I don't look at people like that anyway. Well, say you know, let's, be let's, around me. Well, let's flip it another way. If you say you're not understanding enough, or one person says, I give you more grace than you give me. Or one person says, I'm a better listener than you are. And then you say, well, why are you with me? And then they might say, because I love you. Would saying, because I love you, be another way for saying, because I'm settling for you? Because think about it. You mm. done pointed out all these things that I'm not good at. Right. That your partner is not good at. 
and yet you're still there. Is it about love or is it really about settling? Because maybe saying, but the hearing said, maybe just saying, because I love you may be the more palatable, the more receptive answer, you know, the more respectable answer. You might be, that might be the answer everybody want to hear. But what if the answer is really because I'm settling? I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be by myself. Talk, Talk to me about that. And then I could I could see that because it sounds like the person is basically telling you they may not like you, but, you know, they're here. You'll so do for now. That might be you'll do for now. Exactly. So, yeah, that could possibly be settling and it might be a, a some low, you were the low hanging fruit. So they plucked you Ooh. You're waiting for the other tree to bear fruit. That, you know, to see that what hurt. Happens. That hurt right there. Yeesh. Well, thank you, Nzinga, for breaking everybody's heart. We appreciate the call. Pensacola, Florida is in the building because of Nzinga. We love you, Nzinga. Call in anytime. And thank you for going back and forth with me. I appreciate it. That was, Nzinga was heavy-handed on that one. Yikes. Does that happen in relationship? That's crazy. All right, all right. Fred, Northridge, California, get in here. We haven't heard from Fred in a minute. Fred, get in here and talk to us. Uh, yeah, I was listening to the conversation, and, uh, you know, uh, yeah, you kind of, like, have to settle because you also have to put your ego in check, you know? Mm. Uh, a lot of us think, A lot of us think that we deserve gold. And then, you know, we only giving out aluminum, okay? <laughs> well, this... <laughs> you know? <laughs> Fred the jeweler, you know, this is aluminum. <laughs> this ain't yeah, This aluminum. Yeah, this you know, ain't you're up here thinking you got a diamond ring and it's a crackerjack ring. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Now, I'm honest with myself. I, 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 I deserve what I, I deserve. Okay, I ain't got I ain't got the the baddest woman on the block. I ain't got the smartest woman on the block, but I got a woman that believes in me, and that's what you really need—somebody mm. who's gonna believe in you. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Because a lot of people, you know, you think people are believing in you, but they're deceiving you, and then they leave wait, you. Wait, 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 wait. A lot of people think they got somebody who's believing in them. But in fact, they're deceiving them. In what way, Fred? How does that manifest? What does that look like? Okay, well, you know, when you first get with them, you know, you're like, oh, baby, you everything I ever wanted, you ever what I need. In the first year, you know, it's like a new car. Once I lose that new car smell, you're like, hmm, I'm just in a regular car. Now you're looking over at the next driver looking to see what he's driving. Okay. So, I mean, it's, it's like um, if you are a diamond, you will settle for nothing less. But if you know you're not really no diamond, you're zirconia or something. Uh, you gonna, uh, a zirconia? Because <laughs> I don't know yeah, what you, you call know. it. A zirconia? It's a zirconia? <laughs> it's not zirconia. even zirconia. Because zirconia got some... <laughs> Zirconia got some calcium to it. We talking about that Zoconia, bro. Oh, God. A Zoconia? <laughs> Go ahead, brother. I'm listening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then when you, 
I mean, you can say you sell, you you selling, but basically it's what you deserve because you know what? If you put more effort into it and concentrate and have a little bit more patience, you will find your ultimate dream person. Mm. But when you jump on, it's just like a bus. You know, it's going to tell you on on the thing what your destination. But if you jump on a bur- the first bus, you might wind up at the airport when you were just trying to go downtown. <laughs> you know, and and that's what women. And that's what women get caught up on because if the dude is attractive and he dressed nice and he says all the right things and so forth, you know, she never challenges him. She never challenges him and see what is really on the inside until it's too late. Mm. I mean, people are so, 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 so quick to want to get married. I think you need to live with a person a couple of years. You know, see him on the toilet a couple of times before you really decide what you want to do. You might not want to put up with him. I think you're right, Fred. I think you're right. You know, I, I mean, because this is a lifetime commitment, bro. This is for the life. This first supposedly is supposed to be for a lifetime. And I had to renew my contract five times, so, you know, I'm the last person to talk. But then again... I am an experienced shopper. So, you know, I, I found out the hard way, you know, that sometimes what looks good ain't, ain't good in the long run. Mm-hmm. You might need to check out the durability or, or the, long, the lifelong contract. How long is this going to be this way? You know, that's like uh, a guy who get a girl who, and I, I'm not trying to, uh, what is it, weight, shame, shape, what, what is it? When you shame them because they fat or whatever, whatever, body, whatever. Body shaming. Body shame. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not trying to body shame nobody. But understand this. If the, if the woman you got with was when, I mean, I like my woman to be about what? One, 135, 140. You know, you got to have a little meat on the bone. And then she kicked up to 245. Then, it, like, after three years, then it's like, wait, hold up. This more than I can handle. So, you know, Fred, you... You would feel like you're settling in a relationship if you got with a woman and then after a few years she picked up some weight and you would feel like, oh, and unless you return back to the shape you came in, right, I'm settling? You would feel that way? No, I, 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 no, I, I ain't settling. I've been bamboozled. That's what I've been. You've been bamboozled? Why would she try? I've been bamboozled. Listen. Weight just doesn't show up overnight. Like she came in at one seventeen, one twenty, and then. Yeah, but you know, but you know how it go. They ease into them big heavy weights, bro. You know, every six months she done, she done picked up twenty, you know, twenty kilos. Wow, Fred! Come on, Fred! It can't. Okay, Fred. Now I, I can see if you're saying this. If you're saying, yo. You let yourself go. You stop caring. You stop listening to me encouraging you to get back out there, stay active. I can see if that's the argument. Then you could say, hey, man, it's not like I haven't been invested in your health. I'm working out. I'm doing this and that. But it, if it's just I've observed and I ain't said nothing until I've reached the point of, you know, you know, saying what you just said, then that ain't good either, Fred. 
I mean, I understand what what you're saying, but we have to really deal with the the physiology of men and women. So you're of the mindset that women got to stay fine if they're going to be with you. No, I just say... Look, we ain't got enough money in the in the budget for me to go buy you new clothes every year. That's that's what I'm saying. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right, Fred. Once again, <laughs> legendary. Man, we can't because you know they don't want the best, the finest of garments. So if you just paid three hundred dollars for something last year, now she needs a new one, and the price then went up to three fifty. Okay, Fred. All right. Thank you, Fred, for your insight. My brother Fred from Northridge, California, if you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me 1-800-920-1580. When I come forward, Zoe Williams is going to have his own little final thought here and wrap it up for what this all means. Is it good to you? you? More Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. Well, ladies and now, somebody, somebody come get Arabia. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, let me wrap it up for you. When it comes to settling, you you know you're settling if you're afraid you won't find somebody else. Yes, yes. If you're fearful of not finding somebody else, right, then you're afraid of settling. All right? Uh, Let me just say this. Sometimes we have inflexible expectations of others, so we start trying to, you know, check these boxes. And if we don't hit all the boxes, we'll always look at the boxes that we didn't check as, ah, I didn't quite hit the mark. And if you have that in the back of your head, you're going to evaluate your partner in a negative way. Right. So that whole box check in, not good. Accept people for who they are, their shortcomings, the good side, the upside, the downside, the middle side. Just accept people for who they are. And it's hard to do that because most people haven't truly, fully, totally, without judgment, accepted themselves. So it's a very difficult thing to do. Um, another, another tip. This is, listen, you gotta, don't be afraid of hurting the other person. If you've decided you need to leave. That's, that's hard for a lot of people because you got to remember most people are dating wounds. They haven't healed. Listen to what I mean by that. They're dating it in the form of that person. So even though the relationship might be toxic, it is their known. It's part of their known. It's part of their comfort zone. So sometimes they might show some level of empathy because I don't want to lose that person. Because where am I going to find another wound that matches my wounds? Our wounds love each other. (laughs) I know it, it sounds really disgusting, right? I, I, I believe this, though, in terms of settling. Every time you're in a relationship, that thing should show you something about yourself, right? And once you, once it's revealed, right, please embrace it with love. Don't push back. Like when you see the mirror reflection of yourself, of your infirmities, your spiritual infirmities, what you need to work on, I promise you, if you just look at it and go, okay. Like I be learning stuff daily. I learned a whole bunch of stuff today about me. 
whole bunch. I was like, oh, okay, cool. That's me? This is me talking to me. Really? That's you? Okay, cool. I learn stuff every day. You should seek to discover aspects of yourself every day in relationships and then embrace it. Like, just love on it a little bit and then start working with it. To me, if you walk away from a wound, you're settling for where you are spiritually. Somebody meme that. If you walk away from a wound, I'm talking about your wounds, you are settling for where you are spiritually. Now, if you settle for where you are spiritually, you're going to pull in someone who is at the same vibrational frequency of the wound you settled for by ignoring it, by not nurturing it, by not embracing it. I know it's difficult for people to wrap their heads around this. Red flags don't manifest in relationships. They manifest in people. And the reason why you can recognize a red flag in a person is because it has a corresponding flag in you. This is how, how listen, this is how you know, wow, that's what that is. I'm trying to tell y'all, we got work to do. I started the conversation. You finish it up next. My brother Danny Morrison is going to keep the fire lit. The Voice of Reason will return Thursday with another heater of a topic. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.